Welcome to 30 Minute Reviews. I am Adam, and here with part three of our Star Wars series. So in part one, we covered Alphabet Squadron's uh, ending. We we covered, um, um, what's it called? What was the other one we did? Um, oh, there was something else we did in the first one. I can't remember right now. It's been a very long two days. Um, the uh, part two, we covered the High Republic, uh, some of the comics, uh, the two books that have come out, or two of the three books that have come out so far. Um, and now we're going to cover uh, some of the other stuff uh, and, you know, looking forward. Now, first thing we'll talk about is Dr. Afro, which is a radio play that came out um, last year, I want to say July. It came out right after The Sandman audio play on Audible. This, <coughs> excuse me, this was, um, a, uh, this was a, a radio play about Afra um, dealing with Vader, and, um, you know, Vader kind of takes her in to track down, um, what she doesn't know is, you know, Luke Skywalker, because they're looking for the person who, um, uh, blew up Death Star between episodes four and five. Um, they go to Tatooine and things like that. Now, this one, if you remember what I said back then, which you can't really go back to right now, unless I think it's on YouTube still, but on, um, on Spreaker on the podcast feed, the episode's no longer there, I don't think. But, um, I expressed my concerns at the time with how it doesn't quite mesh properly with the timeline that we've been given. And what I mean by that is, um... The, the timeline we've been given um, has us with, um, let me rephrase that, not the timeline we've been given, but like what we're doing in the expanded universe and what the expanded universe is for. The expanded uni- universe of Star Wars is designed to give additional context to things in the wider universe and things that we, you know, deal with. Uh, and deal with, oh my god, um, things that we, we we may not have had the initial view of to, to get a full understanding of what happened, um, because, you know, let's be honest, the Skywalker Saga is a series of nine two-hour-long movies, you, you need additional context in there um, to fully explore and create a universe, um, so the... What they did was they had a uh, an ongoing comic series from Marvel Comics, the Star Wars ongoing, which was ending right after New York Comic Con in 2019. Now I was at the uh, the event for Lucasfilm Publishing, and they talked about how it was ending, but it wasn't ending formally, you know, and that was the end of it because it was dead. It was they were relaunching it with a new number one because they were going to cover what happened between episodes five and episode six. Now, between and at the same time, there was also going to be a look at what Vader was doing at the same time because much like the Vader and the Star Wars ongoing comics that happened uh, that took place between episode four and episode five, they kind of paralleled each other and told a similar story. The same thing kind of happens here between episode five and episode six. Episode six. And what both of them in the initial arc are dealing with the big revelation at the end of episode five, namely that Luke is, you know, that Vader is Luke's father. And that's a big revelation. It's earth shattering. Your master has lied to you all this time and said, look, you know, 
we, I told you that you, um, Vader murdered your father, but I, I was I, he lied to you. You know, you can say it's like from a certain point of view it was true, but at the end of the day, that's just a fun way of saying he lied. Um, so let's like that was the thing, and it was gonna have this is gonna be the first introduction of Vader as you know mistrustful of the Emperor, and was gonna give context to the ultimate betrayal at the end of um, Return of the Jedi. Um, which, great, cool. That's, you know, a really interesting thing to do with this, you know, comic series. And then comes the issue that we have with, um, what's it called? We have the issue with this book, which seems to figure out, have Anakin, well, Vader, piece together what happened. And here's the thing. There is a wall. There's a point in the movies which are always and have always been considered the highest level of canon um, in the Star Wars universe. Everything is canon to the movies and then below it, it's canon to each other within reason. In episode 5, there's a moment where um, Vader learns the truth. And it's during the scene which got... It's the only major alteration uh, is the change of who plays um, Palpatine, uh, the Emperor, in that scene. It's the scene with the, uh, the, the call between Vader and the Emperor. And the Emperor says, the boy is the son of Anakin Skywalker. And at the time, on, on first viewing, you're watching it, Vader has this pause and he's like... Okay, and he's processing it. And up until that moment, we, the audience, view it as he betrayed and murdered Anakin Skywalker. So he's seeing this where it's like, this is a substantial moment now. Then the reveal comes at the end of the movie that he actually is Luke's father, and he is Anakin Skywalker. And that's that's why that, that pause now has new meaning on the second viewing. Um, here's the thing, though. The Afra series kind of throws in the face of that. The Afra, I'm sorry, not, uh, the uh, audio, um, the audio book kind of throws that in, back in its face. And it looks at it, and it has him putting it together. Where he kind of figures it out on his own that, okay, Obi-Wan was here. And he knows Obi-Wan was on Tatooine. And he hit him on Tatooine with the family of the Larses, with the with the um, with uh, Owen and Brew, and it was it was the family that his mother kind of that his mother was you know bought by then married and it's the whole situation, and it's really creepy on on a plethora of levels, but and the thing is when we look at how this kind of doesn't mesh in, in part one I talked about how. Um, we didn't have much mesh happening between episode 9, the novelization of episode 9, uh, and the movie of episode 9, compared to, say, the, um, the final act, um, and, and everything else that was going on, um, post, um, episode 6. There was no real mesh between the story group over at Lucasfilm and what J.J. was doing, and for whatever reason, I didn't want to tell J.J., no, you can't do that, this is what we're doing over here, we kind of got to keep these things in line, it kind of just ended with, you know, we are, this is what we're doing, 
Um, and this seems like kind of a similar situation, but the difference is it's not that the thing that the concrete wall that the story is rapidly approaching that you kind of have to swerve around it when you get to episode nine it's they've already built up up until that point so when that wall approaches it kind of jumps out at you here that wall has been there since the 70s i'm sorry since 1980 and it's kind of weird that they're doing that. And then on top of it, the the comics acknowledge this. The comics acknowledge the fact that Vader just learned of it when he has that conversation with the Emperor. The comic that's going on at the same time kind of has that same thing. And I, I feel like that's kind of an issue with this broader storytelling when you don't have a concise thing at the center. Um, and I, for the book itself... It's fine, like, Dr. Afra is a, a a great character to follow. She's really entertaining, and the voice actress just plays this, like, arrogance to her that's just so fun to listen to. Um, it's definitely worth her time. Um, another one that came out early last year was Star Wars Myths and Fables, which I also briefly talked about in a past episode. Um, basically... It's, you know, myths and fables from within the Star Wars universe. It's kind of like a, a reference book, or it's like if you picked up, like, Aesop's... Or, or, like, if we were a fictional universe and someone picked up a copy of, like, Aesop's Fables. Or, better yet, let's use Tales of Beetle the Bard. That's basically what it is, but it's Star Wars. And it's like, there's some cool things there about existing characters. Like, there's um, Obi-Wan facing off against a Kraid Dragon. Like, some of the origins of... Um, uh, what's his name, uh, General Grievous's, uh, view of, um, what's it called, General Grievous's view of, uh, droids, and things like that, it's a, it's an interesting read, um, and it really just adds color to, to the universe in an interesting way, um, Padme had, um, a book come out, now, there were two books, actually, uh, Queen's Peril and Queen's Shadow, I believe Queen's Peril was the second one. Queen's Shadow was the first one. The first one takes place between episodes one and two. The second one takes place before and during episode one. Queen's Peril is the second one that came out last year. I think this is the stronger of the two. There was a lot of uh, online like backlash in the comments section, I found, um, and in the rating section of... Um, of Audible, where I buy my audiobooks usually, um, about how people didn't like this one. And I'm, I'm beginning to think it might have to do with the fact that people don't like slice of like life character development when it's focused on a woman. Um, and that's really what this book is. It's a development of how did the handmaidens get together, what happened there, and it's an interesting expansion of episode one to the point where it makes episode one more interesting because you know this background information of what's going on. Um, the shame is, I saw someone voice this um, about the question of whether or not we're going to get a third because it kind of, the first one kind of sets up, um, the epilogue of the first one is one of the most interesting Star Wars things I've ever read, and it's um, uh, Panaka and um, Sabe, or Sabe, um, talking about in the immediate aftermath of the, of the climax of episode three, 
and they're kind of, their heads are spinning because of everything that happened. It's like, okay, let's take a step back. Padme's dead. Anakin's dead. Obi-Wan is dead. Um, the Emperor, uh, well, the Chancellor is now the Emperor, and we no longer have a Republic, we now have an Empire. Like, what is going on? What happened? Something happened, and we need to find out what. And I haven't read the current Vader ongoing yet, um, that I keep referring to. Um, I know bits and pieces from cool things that I posted online, and not so cool things like, you know, Vader going to Exegol. Um, I will eventually get around to reading it, but that's, that's a later project. I do know one of the things that he does is he goes to Naboo to visit the grave of Padme to find out if she was um, pregnant when she died, which feels like extra things to do because he does that in the Afra series, too. He goes and talks to Padme's doctor, or he sends Afra to talk to Padme's doctor. Oh, no, Afra keeps that from him. It's worth reading the Afra book, though. Um, and the... Like, that, and he ends up teaming up, I think, with the remaining handmaidens who weren't killed. Um, it's, it, it's a shame we're never going to get that book, only because the, a person who wrote this does young adult. And both of the Padme books so far take place when Padme is a teenager. So, and, and that's what defines young adult. It's not the subject matter, but the age of the character in the story. Um... So that's, you know, that's a shame we're never going to get that proper, um, in all likelihood, from the same author. It's possible it's a crossover, but who knows. Um, finally, Thrawn Ascendancy, um, I forgot what the name of the first one was. Um, it's a prequel to Thrawn about what got Thrawn to where he is. It's basically young Sheldon, but with Thrawn, but, like, he's slightly older and he's kind of still a dick. It's, it's kind of like, you know, I... I understand that Thrawn has a large, dedicated fan base because of how good of a manipulator he is. Uh, when I went back and reread um, *Air of the Empire* and um, what's that, *Dark Force Rising* and *The Last Command*, um, when I read that and I saw the whole like um, the way he was written, and I really focused on that um, because he's a master manipulator and a master strategist. That's how, like, um, not Brainiac, the thinker, should be written as a character, where it's like, this is how he knows what's going to happen, because he's a master at what he does, and he's that smart. And that's like, this book isn't an origin for that, unfortunately. It's like, if this book was an origin for how he got to be Thrawn, you're not going to see that. This is an origin for how he ended up on that planet when the Empire comes to get him. And I've mentioned this before. Why? Why is this a thing? Why do I want to read this? And and it's like, for Star Wars, again, everything's to give context. But this is not... Uh, the Chiss Ascendancy doesn't take place in... The, uh, the, the actual galaxy. It takes place outside the galaxy. Um, are the Gris going to come and take the form of the Yuuzhan Vong uh, in the new canon? Who knows? They seem to be really committed to the High Republic and not to what's going on here. Unless the High Republic is just some cool thing they're going to do for a little bit while they figure out how to rectify future plans with the Rise of Skywalker and said reception to the Rise of Skywalker. Which, I don't know. I'm not an insider at Lucasfilm. I don't know any insiders at Lucasfilm. Um, 
if you're an insider at Lucasfilm, feel free to reach out. I'm, I'm more than open to talking. Um, but um, I, I don't understand the point of this um, from, from that standpoint. Why are we going to expand on this aspect of the story? Um, hopefully we get an answer to that within the next few books. Now, let's talk about some of the things that are coming out this year for the rest of the year. Um, the Afra audiobook that I've aforementioned uh, is getting a novelized version. If you'd prefer to read it, then listen to it. But if you can listen to it, definitely do that. It's the same thing as the um, the Dooku, which it's performed by a full cast uh, rather than just a, you know, uh, rather than just Mark Thompson or whoever reading it. Um, it's, it's a full cast recording. Um, same thing as Dooku, which when you buy the Dooku book, um, Jedi, um, Jedi Lost, it's a script book. Um, not that there's anything wrong with script books. I'm very much a big fan of selling script books. Um, and if you're familiar with my work, script books are great. I love script books. Um, but if that's not your thing, you can listen to the full cast recording. Um... So, let's take a look at some of the other things coming. Now, the Mandalorian book was cancelled. Uh, the next big release is, um, Skywalker, A Family at War, which comes out on April 6th. Now, I'm gonna pre-order that. I haven't pre-ordered it yet. I forgot it was coming. Um, but the issue is it's coming out the same day as, um, You Love Me, and we're gonna have to flip a coin and see what goes first for the sake of, um what's it called, for the sake of doing a, uh, an episode. Um, then some other stuff, Art of Galaxy's Edge, um, Tiny Book of Sith. Uh, May 4th is our next, um, our next, you know, big event book, and it's Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good, the next Thrawn book. Cool. Um, Young Reader book. Uh, High Republic. Um, the Rising Storm, which is Kevin Scott's High Republic book. That I'm very much looking forward to, actually. Uh, that's on June 27th. Um, because Kevin Scott writes the current High Republic book, uh, comic book for Marvel, and he also did Jedi Lost. So that's an interesting one coming forward. There's a young adult out of the shadows, uh, from, from Justina Ireland. Justina Ireland, uh, I'm loading up her page to see what it was she did. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um... Oh, there is a new one. A new Queen... Queen's book. Oh, I'm... I... Hold on one second. Let me pause and do some reading. Okay, now I'm refreshing my memory on who Justina Ireland is. I remember her from uh, New York Comic Con. She's Lando's Luck. And she also... She, she does more younger stuff, but I did see her at the panel. Um, her book um, doesn't have any information besides a unofficial cover or an unfinished cover... Um, uh, there's no other real information, um, besides the fact that they released a preview chapter with Into the Dark, which I didn't physically own the book. I read it on, online, uh, through the, through the audiobook on Audible, uh, so I missed that. Uh, I might go to Barnes & Noble and, you know, read it on the shelf and see what it's all about. Um, oh good, Batu is included, because that's what we fucking needed, more Batu. Um... But she's doing that. Uh, Ronin, which is a Star Wars Visions book. Um, it's a canon novel. I'm reading it off of the Wikipedia. Wiki <laughs> um, it is Ronin. It's a sa uh, Samurai Warriors. It's based on the Star Wars Visions animated anthology series. 
on Disney Plus, which I know nothing about, but I will be sure to check it out. Uh, Queen's Hope, which is the one on here that I'm looking forward to the most out of all of this, um, because I love E.K. Johnston's first two books in this series, and I did not know this was coming, and this is a very happy surprise. So you are going to find out with me what this is about at the same time. So I'm going to read to you the publisher's summary, courtesy of Wikipedia. I get it. It's funny. It's actually very witty. Um, I'm talking about the, the name of the Star Wars wiki, uh, being Wikipedia. Um, a peace-loving senator faces a time of war and another thrilling Padme Amidala adventure from the author of the New York Times bestsellers Queen's Peril and Queen's Shadow. Padme is adjusting to being a wartime senator during the Clone Wars. Her secret husband, Anakin Skywalker. Now, can I just take a minute to acknowledge that the Wikipedia is so in-depth that, like, every fucking word here is, like, uh, a hyperlink to something else. Like, uh, coming up, the word casualties and newly married are there. Um, uh, Anakin Skywalker is off fighting the war and excels at being a wartime Jedi. In contrast, when Padme gets the opportunity to see the casualties, as I said before, on the war-torn front line, she is horrified. The stakes have never been higher for the galaxy or for the newly married couple. Will they get a divorce? Who knows? Meanwhile, with Padme on a secret mission, her handmaiden Sabe steps into the role of Senator Amidala, something no handmaiden has done for an extended period of time. While in the Senate, Sabe is equally horrified by the machinations that happen there. She comes face to face with a gut-wrenching decision and she realizes that she cannot fight a war this way, not even for Padme. And Chancellor Palpatine hovers over it all, manipulating his, the players to his own ends. Um, I am all for this. Give me more of this. I will read every single one of these Padme books. They're so interesting. And they, they do the political um, the political playing so well. It's so, so worth the, your time to read it. Uh, so that, I think, of all the books coming out later this year, is the one I'm excited for the most. Besides the TV show, which, like, The Mandalorian, I'm not even going to do here. I'm going to do it in a separate episode. Like, The Mandalorian is, hands down... Number one, my top thing I'm looking forward to. Book of Boba Fett, I can kind of lose out on. Um, we'll talk more about that in uh, a secret unannounced part four, which we'll be doing later this week. So, um, we will be signing off there for today. And until next time, have a great evening. We'll be back tomorrow with a review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the first two episodes I still have not watched the second like I was going to last night, but I fell asleep uh, while the episode was downloading, and now I'm going to watch it today uh, after I eat dinner, and we will do a review of both of them uh, come there. Um, that will be tomorrow evening. Um, well, this is going up tomorrow morning. I'm recording this on Saturday. Let's use actual days of the week as frame of reference. So today is Saturday that I'm recording this. Uh, this is going up tomorrow morning, meaning Sunday morning. Uh, Sunday evening will be the recording of the episode about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, then comes Monday will be the Mandalorian episode and possibly the grown-ups episode that I recorded a few days ago, which may reference things that have come out since that I said aren't coming out in, in that particular order. But who cares? It's a podcast. And I record things that I find interesting as I uh, think about them. Um, so uh, let's wrap up there for today. Uh, next episode of Star Wars stuff. We'll be looking forward to the Star Wars various um, shows on Disney+. Plus. Uh, 
and what hopes, dreams, and, you know, agony of defeat we have going forward from there. So until the next episode, which will in all likelihood be um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episodes 1 and 2 um, tonight, for you listening, for me recording this, it'll be recorded tomorrow morning and then posted tomorrow evening. Until then, have a great rest of your day, and I'm sorry for making that needlessly more confusing than it needs to be.